This is Tony Berluti. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. What's up, guys? It's Cooper Webb, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Back, another episode of the Moto X-Pod Show this week. It's episode 167. Cool guests on this week. We have Brandon Hartraft and Cole Seeley's going to come on and talk about what he's been doing lately. If you've been following him on Instagram, he's got all kinds of different stuff going on. Uh, have not seen any drifting stuff in a while, though, so I want to ask him what's up with that, if he's still doing it. Um, but I want to thank our sponsors, first of all. The title sponsor of the Moto X-Pod Show is Torque One Racing. The Moto X-Pod Show is brought to you by Torque One Racing, which is providing high-quality, economical performance parts. Check out TorqueOneRacing.com for grips, pegs, handlebars, and more. Let them know if you order anything that you're following the Moto X-Pod Show and why you went to them. And, of course, Shock Socks is on board. All sport dynamic wrist braces, blood lubricants, the best oil on the market. Visit BloodLubricants.com. Use pro... Uh, it's been a little while, guys. Use promo code MOTOX to save. And, of course, Fly Racing on board with us. We uh, we gave away the Tri-Pivot Quick Adjustment Clutch Assembly recently, so thanks to Fly Racing for that. We also want to thank Power Band Racing. If you're running WP suspension, please check out uh, Power Band Racing. And Cherubies USA still on board with us. X-Brand Goggles, the best goggles for hashtag clear vision. Williams Moto Works. And Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, uh, Kirk. Uh, Kirk just posted today on Instagram. You know, we, we always advertise his helmets, custom-painted helmets, at $295. That price has never changed. It's about to change, boys. In September, it's going up. have no idea what it's going up to yet. But if you want a custom-painted lid from Extreme Colors, you want to support our sponsors, you better get to them now. Or it's, it may go up. Hell, it may go up $100 for all I know. Um, we'll get Kirk on to talk about that eventually. But it's $295 right now. You cannot beat that. In studio with me, once again, Scott Thompson. What's up, dude? What's happening, man? Uh, trying to get through these sponsor reads. You, uh, for those, we, we had to stop a few times and re- readjust because I can't seem to get it done tonight. Yeah, I'm glad you're the one that has to do that, not me. <laughs> I don't know why I stress out over it. I need to just not worry about it and let it go. But uh, glad to have you in. Um, yeah, thanks for having so, me. So, yeah, absolutely. So, we've got a cool guest, Brandon Hartraff, like I said, and Cole Seeley. Yep. <clears throat> it's going to be a little bit of a short show, I think, with those two guys, just those two guests tonight, but um, not much going on in the industry right now. Waiting, well, we got Nationals, we did. We know what's going on with that, so um, what do you think, well, I say we know what's going on, it could change like in the next five minutes for all we know, but as of right now, we have a schedule, what yep. do you think of the schedule? Um, I think it's cool, I think uh, Double Red Bud's cool, that kind of, to me, I was thinking about that, and that's kind of like a... One of those old spring national week long like qualifying and then racing. It kind of gives it that feel because there's they're just riding so much. There's only one day of break. Yeah. So I think the double red bud's cool. Um, I like that they're going to Loretta's, and it's a week after the national. So hopefully some the of those national. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully some of those people will get to stick around. And so I heard them say that there's not fans, but if you're doing the amateur racing, you can kind of stick around. So that'll be cool to see some people on the on the fence. Yeah, Davey was. Kind of mentioned last night on Pulp that some rounds they'll have fans, some they yeah. won't, but they can stay. If they were there for the the amateur race at a certain track, they yeah. can stick around. 
Um, I sent an email today to make sure my credentials that they uh, gave me like a month ago were still good. I was told they are good, but they don't have um, they don't really have the protocol yet for how media is going to be handled. So as of right now, I'm going to four of them. But if they say, well, you can't really go to the trucks, kind of like Supercross, yeah. then I'm going to probably cancel my flights and not go. It just doesn't make sense to spend the money to right. go and not be able to talk to the riders. You know, I'd love to go watch, but it, I can't spend that kind of money just to go watch. Yeah. I think with the different state government regulations and stuff, there's like, there's loopholes upon loopholes upon yeah. loopholes. And so, cause like they said, I was listening to pulp earlier and they were talking about how, uh, the, the week before the Loretta's amateur stuff, that's doesn't qual- constitute as a pro sport or whatever. Right. So they're regulation free for that. But yeah, then the yeah. next week, all yeah. of a sudden they got to do regulation. So, so it's just crazy. It, yeah. You don't know which way is up anymore. No. Yeah. I just, man, I'm just going through life in a fog right yeah. now. But uh, I, I mean, I'm excited though, that it's about to kick off. We're a few weeks away. Uh, Loretta's being the first, the opener, which seems strange. And, you know, I, I was a little confused because I kind of thought Davey, when he was on here, when you were in last time, yeah said that, that the national, the pro national, was going to be a separate track. But I kind of went back and listened, and it sounds like they're going to make it add to the amateur track for the national. Which, so I kind of misunderstood a little bit. Yeah, um, that's kind of what I thought. Maybe they'll build another track, but it sounds like they're just going to amp add some up. some sections, yeah. And add some sections and maybe just, you know, cut out some gaps into some bigger stuff, extend some stuff out. and It'll be maybe, interesting Maybe see. grade it deeper or <laughs> yeah. something. I don't know. Or leave it from the fo- – just leave it rough from the whole – from the be week cool. before. Because like, I know that when you watch the Red is – because they start doing that live streaming yes, now and I always yes, try yes. to catch those. Yeah. And, like, the first day there's that sand section that's, like, a beach. And then by, like, the fourth day it is, like, the gnarliest sand whoop <laughs> section, like, Millville. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be cool if they just left that and see what that happened. Yeah, I hope it works out because I, I really want to go and I hope we get all these rounds in um, – Anything else that stands out to you? Any other than like I think the Red Bud two days at Red Bud and Loretta's are the two biggest yeah. like odd things, unusual. Yeah. But then I mean the travel also, you know, Davey talked about that a little bit. Like there, it, it'd be nice if they could have had Washugal the week before Paula or yeah. Box or whatever you want to call it, so they're not having to go back yeah. and forth, back and forth. But that, I heard, yeah, uh, Justin Starling was talking about that on Pulp, yeah. talking about like I, well, I'm not going to make that one. It's like you could, but you know, Davey said like they're just trying to get something in, and sometimes they can't really accommodate some of that yeah. other stuff as long as they get the round in. That's yeah, I'm sure that's about. what it came down. Bottom line was they they had to figure out something. Let's get some races, and this is the best they could come up with. So mm-hmm. hopefully. Hopefully it goes off without a hitch. Um, yeah. I was at it, one of our local tracks this weekend at South Central, yeah. and um, Scott Champion, who's a privateer supercross rider, was uh-huh. out there. I, you know, I said, "Hey, man, you gonna ride nationals?" He's, "No, because I'm here and there's no payback." Well, we got yeah. that that rumor nixed, right? Okay. Davey said, "No, well, they're 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 paying out." So okay, so maybe that's good. good. To go. I, I rode. Uh, I, I saw him at Village on Tuesday night. Oh the, yeah, before that. And so he was out there, and he was ripping. Yep. I was on a, the O2 Honda 125, and <laughs> he, he came by me pretty quick, and I, was, yeah. I, I hung it out over a tabletop with him, and then he was gone. But Shoot, he, it was uh, it was cool to be out there in that, so yeah, that was he, awesome. He He's, blew by me, and John Moeller blew by me, yeah, and, they and a few that. other guys that I didn't know who they were. I, pretty much, honestly, everybody blew by me this weekend. Um, I've only rode one other time since my crash in November, I think, oh, this wow. year, and I like went out there with the yeah. idea of, and my arm's been bothering me again, which you may not know this, but last year I was having a lot of issues with nerves in my arm and yeah. numbness. It, it's come back in the last three weeks. So I didn't even know if I'd be able to ride, but I was bound and determined to try. And actually the whole time I was on the bike, I felt good. 
Yeah. But I was not willing to push at all. I just kind of, I was in everybody's way, basically. Yeah, Staying well, to the side. I've seen them before. Well, they'll have, they'll let the pros go, and then they kind of do a novice thing, but maybe they didn't, weren't There's doing that. There's a new owner. Um, yeah. His name, Richard They'd, Cartluck. They change owners at that Yeah, place, well, this like, guy, underwear. like, I pulled up to, start to talk to Scott Champion, and Richard was standing there, and I, I didn't know anything about Richard, but he saw my Kiefer Inc. logos. He's like, hell yeah, Kiefer Inc. Yeah. And come to find out that he used to do a lot of the, he, he ran the tracks or promoted some races at like the Atlanta track in California, which is where Kiefer's from, that yeah. area, Sunrise. And he's built tracks for like Jason Anderson. Okay. And so he's in the industry, like people know him. And I texted Kiefer, and he's like, hell yeah, he's a cool well, dude. I'd heard that Regal built it, built the track. Which track? South Central? Yeah. I heard that he has something to do with well, the Well, he may have that. helped out with some of it. I think Richard is like, uh, he promotes it, and I don't know if he physically builds the tracks. But okay. He, we're, I'm actually going to have him on probably next week and talk about it. He just okay. mentioned doing tracks for Jason. Now, maybe he just oversaw it. I don't know. But he bought this facility. Um was a cool dude, so we're going to get him on next week to talk about because he obviously knows a lot of yeah. people and see what he's up to. But what was the uh, what was the track like? Because every time I've gone to South, it's changed been, it com- uh, completely. Well, it's yeah. It, I either go there every time I've gone there, it's a completely different vibe. Yeah. Every time I've gone there, so it's, I, I thought it was good. It was a little uh, dry, but it was so humid and hot, it, yeah. they couldn't keep water on it. Were um, you on the national track? Yeah, we rode the national track. The Loretta's replica track was open also which i never went over to it yeah that i, I did that one time did it last on year a, yeah when they first built it and that was the only thing they had i oh, wrote it yeah i wrote it on my 03 yz250 with blown out shocks and that was <laughs> not fun that that track is gnarly yeah i wrote it last year didn't really enjoy it yeah but um i had a lot of fun the track the new national track was fun i was just cruising pretty much and taking it easy like I didn't do any of the big jumps i didn't even clear any of the big tabletops They're- i think i did one little tabletop one little double and there's a fairly yeah. big step up that I was like, okay, I can, you know, normally I would jump this thing, no yeah. problem. I listened to a guy go over it, listened to his RPMs, and I went for it, and I did not even get close. Yeah. Dude, I cased it so hard. I was like, all right, I'm done. That was the end of my day. Yeah. I just those jumps, I, last time I rode it, it's been about a year, I think, I guess it was last, last spring. And, like once you jump them, they're like, okay, that's not too bad. But the commitment to jumping a lot, most of them are blind. So yeah, and yeah. it's it's just timing and like you, you once you decide to do it, you, you're in, you're in it. You're well, all the I, way I didn't make it. Uh, yeah, but I had a lot of fun. I went out there with my buddy Michael Gage and his brother, uh, half brother Wes Cargill. We all went. And I hadn't hung out with those guys. Michael's one of my best friends. Haven't hung out with him in a long time. So it I mean, was really I needed about. it, dude. I've. I've had some uh, a lot going on in my life, and I needed some stress relief, and it was a good time. Well, we talked no about that last time. Like when you don't ride, you kind of fall back into that abyss, man. You re- yeah, you, you realize how much it means to you in the camaraderie and the yep. you know fellowship with hanging out there with other people. It's, it's it really brightens your day and makes the week go by. It was a good time, and uh, Wes doesn't have a bike right now. He was riding Michael's YZ125, and and Wes hasn't rode in years. He's just yeah. getting back into it, so he was struggling. And I let him go out on my bike, my 15. And the, I mean, he said he had fun, but the funny thing was he came back in. He's like, dude, I was coming out and some dude was yelling like dark side at me. <laughs> and I said, well, did you say anything? And he goes, no, I just rode off. Yeah. I was like, oh, great. Now I'm going to have somebody be like, that dark side is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> T-boned me. Yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't even say hi or nothing. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, uh, so we had a good time. But you got some riding in, you said. Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm, back when uh, the COVID thing was full blown, the only place that was open was Swan. So I went and buckled down and got a membership out there. So I kind of... It's 20 minutes from my house, so it's kind of hard to pass up Sunday mornings out there. Uh, but if you don't get there at 9 o'clock, it's dry by 11. Yeah. So, but uh, the, And then I did Buffalo before that, typical Buffalo Creek, 
the straightaways were don't love watered intact and the faces of the jumps were sandy i think i think i only did <laughs> yeah. like i might i might have done like 14 laps tops oh, okay and, and yeah. it's like when we ride out at swan or other places i get physically winded but i, I wasn't even getting winded because it was just so much work just to to keep the bike in those washed out corners that i was like my muscles were gone before i could even get physically exhausted right yeah but i mean it was fun good it was time, good though. it was training it was good training there you go so I mentioned my buddy Michael Gage, and mm-hmm. for people that listen to the show, I've talked about him a few times. He's been on here once. Um, this dude's a machine. So he is, God, I want to say he's 49 years old. Uh, yeah, I've, better I've, shape than anybody I know, like anybody I know. Yeah. I would put him up against a Alex Martin, Cooper Webb, with, with physical, the way he takes care of himself, yeah. the way he, he's in amazing shape. I told people on the show before, like he he'll go out on a bike or whatever, and he will moto until he runs out of gas, yeah. and he'll push the bike back in, and he'll take a break and he'll fill up and go again. That's, that That's exactly school. what he did this weekend. So yeah. he didn't put, have to push it back, but it started sputtering, so he brought it in, and there was not hardly any fuel left. And he sat there for about thirty minutes, got some water. Filled it back up and went out again until he ran out of gas. And so a- he's like, "You better give me some props for that." And so Michael Gage, you're the man, dude. Yeah. Um, sickest, like sickest technique I've ever seen. Super smooth. He's, yeah. So doesn't smooth. have the speed anymore, and really maybe didn't ever have the super speed. But the guy, when you watch him ride, it's just it's like a work of art. And yeah. He just cruises. I've uh, I've seen him my whole life. Yeah. I've, I've rode. I've actually rode against. I, I think we were. I was double gated with him or something like that. And I was right. And he was, like you said, like his pace wasn't like he was in the pro class. And I think I was in the intermediate or yeah, open yeah. or something like that. And he was right there in front of me, but he didn't fade from that. No, he does he, not, yeah. dude. He's and like his, his bike skill is so good. Like the first lap we're learning the track and I'm behind him. And I hope my GoPro caught it. I can't remember if I turned it on or not. Like there's a couple of tabletops that you, you go up the face and the jump kind of turns. Yeah. So he's like landing off the side of the track a little bit. And like most of us would have crashed. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, no big deal, man. I'm just, I asked him, I was like, dude, that was sketchy. He goes, no, nah, that's good. Yeah. I'm, just, I, I'm in total control. I'm fine. I'm just, whatever, bro. Like, it yeah, just, it's, 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 just, the, it's funny. The so little things, yeah, the little things that you're at when you have that seat time all the time, the little things you're doing. I had a buddy, hadn't seen him in like eight to 10 years and he just decided to get back into it. And uh, he was out at Swan and he's, you know, just putting around, getting back used to it. And he's yeah. like, what do you do when like you go over and hit a kicker and the back end kind of comes out a little bit. And I'm like, well, I just kind of let it do it. And then just kind of position my body to wherever it's going to react to and just kind of land on the gas. And he's like, well, that, that doesn't sound, that's not the answer I wanted, but <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, you just have to have that feel. And yeah, you, exactly. Same thing. Like <clears throat> same thing with my golf game. Like I hadn't, pl- I'd been riding so much that I hadn't been playing golf for like two weeks and I went to try to go play the other day and it was just absolute trash. <laughs> Cause if you, if you don't keep that muscle memory, it goes, oh, it absolutely, goes quick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I haven't been on the bike in a while, and I could feel the difference. And then Wes has been years. Yeah. And, yeah, he was he was struggling out there just trying to ride. But, but man, Michael, yeah, the, the fast guys that are out there the, on the 450s, like he's, he rode the 125 for a while, and they'll get out there, and he's rolling, man, and, and they'll try to, like, get up beside him and take lines away, and he doesn't move over. He doesn't care. He's like, I'm, I'll, make, all right, I'll win practice. That's fine. Yeah. And he'll just keep going, and they'll do, like, three fast laps, and he does – 30. He just keeps going. Just and keeps like, going. All right, well, yeah, you pulled buddy. off. I won practice. So. Yeah. So Michael Gage was the uh, the practice champion of <laughs> South Central this weekend. Well, anyway, let's uh, take a quick break. We'll get Brandon Hartraft on, and we'll we'll get rolling. Sounds good. 
We all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, Blood Lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust Blood Lubricants in our machines, so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their Chain Lube, Two Stroke Premix, PolyClean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show. Hey Kylie, does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way, Kathy. He uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10 second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork sills. So, if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork sills, get Shock Socks. Go to shocksocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. If you're anything like me, you remember back in the late 80s, early 90s, all the cool custom painted helmets that you'd see on Supercross. Jeremy McGrath, Jeff Emig, Damon Bradshaw, all the top riders had custom painted helmets tricked out and I was super jealous. I could never afford to get one done. Now there's an option, extreme colors. When you're rolling up to the line with a custom painted helmet, it's one of the coolest feelings you can have. Kirk Hunter has been painting helmets since 1998 and his price is still the same. $295 gets you a professional, one-of-a-kind paint job on your lid. Just contact Kirk at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com or go to motoxpodshow.com and check out the contact links. Now you too can have a custom painted helmet just like Jeremy McGrath and be the envy of all your friends at a reasonable price. Follow him on Instagram at X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S, Extreme Colors. Let them know the Moto X-Pod show sent you. All right, we're back with the first guest of the night, brought to you by Acherbys. For decades, Acherbys has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. With products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last, Acherbys has what you need. So visit AcherbysUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440. Ask for Brian and let him know that the Moto X-Pod show sent you. Tonight, a Cherubies brings us from TLD, Mr. Brandon Hartraff. What's up, Brandon? Not much. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Um, just uh, getting ready to hopefully run some nationals. That's what we're getting excited for. Um, and I want to talk to you about that in a minute, but we're going we're gonna to revisit Supercross just a little bit first. Okay. Um, so, fourth overall in the West, correct? Yeah. Uh, are you happy with that? I know you know everybody wants to win, right? But first year on the team, um, learning a little bit with the new program. Uh, what do you think? Are you happy or are you not so much? Yeah, I mean, I was definitely pretty happy when you, I guess, look back at it and do a little bit, of, like you think about it and look back at it. But, yeah, I was happy. I mean, every year I've obviously progressed a little bit, but um, the West Coast is, the West Coast is clearly no joke. So <laughs> true. Um, the whole the whole plan was to obviously do the best I could and take this opportunity and run with it. And I feel like I've done pretty good for myself with that. But um, yeah, I wish I got on the podium a little bit more. But I mean, it's all good. I'm glad and thankful that I got on the podium twice this year. But right, had some had some really good rides. And um, yeah, I just think 
I'm learning a lot this year, and I think I'll be even better next year. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so is it something – is it difficult for you or maybe fairly easy to, to say, all right, here are the positives that I can take from this season and forget about the negatives and let's learn from this. Is that something easy or do you kind of find yourself dwelling on little mistakes or the negatives? Uh, I always I always try to look past the bad stuff. Um, I always try to take bits and pieces of the positive. Um, it always it always could be a lot worse. Right. What I tell myself a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I try to run with the positives and just take that. I mean, yeah, you got to work on the negatives, but you don't want to dwell obviously on the negatives too much. So um, I think our team does pretty well with that. My mechanic and our crew chief is very good with the um taking the positive so good good they help a lot what about tyler keith so i i don't know tyler i I, as crazy as it may sound i've actually never even introduced myself to him but i've seen him on the the moto spy videos you know that the red bull does and it seems like he can be hard on you guys when he needs to be but he also seems to be very compassionate understanding when he needs to do that maybe it just depends on the rider um how does he help you with how do you like riding for him well, he's really good with breaking everything down to the to the wire. He'll uh, he'll make you answer your own questions. Like he's good with say if you struggle on this turn, he'll be like, obviously he knows what I'm struggling with, but he'll he'll like ask me why are you struggling with this turn so mm. I can figure it out on my own. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that that Red Bull day was was not that wasn't <laughs> a good day. But no, no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but no, he he just gets flustered just because he knows my true potential so yep and i try agree with him 100 percent. i mean he 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 didn't sign me for no reason so i he thinks i can win and i think i can win it's just a matter of time and putting all the pieces of the puzzle together so yeah yeah he's a he's a really good dude um i mean i like him i like to give him a hard time here and there so right yeah that's good well you got to have a little bit of fun too so awesome scott go ahead oh yeah well getting a first series going through with that Troy designs team how much confidence does it get you being on that bike and being part of one of the elite lights teams and how much more did that carry you through the season and what does that look like for you going into the outdoors with that confidence now um it's definitely a lot of a lot of weight off your shoulders in a way but then a lot of weight on your shoulders uh definitely a relief in like putting so much time the last few years to get where I want to be which is where I am right now and um, yeah I don't know it's it's quite different to explain but um, yeah to, heading into outdoors we're definitely in a good spot um, like today we rode Fox Raceway it's very very muddy like okay. deep ruts which was very good like that's how the outdoors are and the uh, the bike just powers through the mud so much more compared to like say my last last year's bike. It's just it's quite a difference in power, the how the bike handling. Um, just every day we're at the track. There's at least four guys from Twirly that are there just to obviously help. And today we did a lot of testing. It's just a lot of resources and mm-hmm. a lot of good people behind you. But yeah, I mean definitely feel like i'm riding really well i feel like my fitness is i feel like my fitness has always been good but i think it's better right now than ever so but uh yeah i mean the confidence is quite i think it's my confidence is really good um i'm enjoying it so that's uh you gotta have some fun 
in the process as well. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's why we all got into this to begin with, right? Is because it's it's fun riding your motorcycle. I mean, it just is. Now, for you guys, it becomes a job. There becomes a lot of stress involved, but it's yeah. still, gosh dang, man, if it's a whole. I promise, what you're doing is a lot better than what I'm doing every day. So, yeah. Oh, uh, I uh, I think about it all the time. I'm like, like some people are like, oh, I don't like like. I guess the average worker, they're like, yeah, we don't like love our job. I'm, <laughs> I mean, and it's it's just different to explain. Like, sure, obviously, I love racing. Like, it's what I do. But then, like, I feel like nobody loves their job because you're not doing what you really want to do. You know? So yeah, yeah. That's true. I had a talk with somebody about that yesterday. So hey, I, <laughs> I, I wanna definitely add... want to stick to what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're doing you're you're good, man. You're gonna and it's gonna get better too. So. Uh, you mentioned the resources <laughs> a minute ago and the team guys. Does that at all make you feel a little bit bad for those privateers? You know, you've been in that position before where you weren't on the best team maybe. You were on, you had some good teams, but they weren't the elite teams. And then there's guys that are just out of a van. I mean, does it make you feel a little bit bad for those guys? Yeah, definitely. It's like <laughs> you, you think your bike – not saying my bike wasn't good last year, but then you – like I feel like last year our bike was uh, – well, you see Cycle Trader had the best non-factory dirt bike. And yes. then, like, you think that bike's good, and then you're just, like, you hop on this bike, and you're like, oh. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not quite like, fair, uh, is it? It's not really it's fair. quite a big difference. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you definitely feel a little bad, but hey. I don't know. I went through the struggle. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to earn it, man, because – yeah, it's there's not a lot of spots, and some of those guys, you know, I mean, you 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 proved yourself, and you know, you got the the shot, man, and that's awesome. Good for you for that. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about this national schedule. Obviously, things are crazy. Uh, Supercross finished yeah. with crazy circumstances. Nationals have been all over the place, and it could change. Like I was just saying, it could change in thirty minutes for all we know. Uh, but right now, we have a schedule, and it's starting out at Loretta's. How you feel? Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, I don't know, that's just crazy. I, I never thought I'd ever go back there, to be honest. Um, right. Not too many, I feel like, not too many people, I'd say, like Loretta's, but, um, I don't know, I mean, it's pretty sweet. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing, like, looking back at old memories in the creek and stuff like that. So, track's definitely going to be brutal. Uh, the heat's going to be, obviously, a factor, and then, which, does think a little bit is the track's not that not as long as the outdoor national so they're we're definitely gonna be doing some laps they're gonna add some stuff we had davey on a couple of weeks ago and he was on pulp last night they're going to the way i understand it is they're going to add some sections for you guys really yeah huh. yeah yeah it's not going to be you're not going to be riding just the amateur track so that he, he definitely said that on our show and then last night he was kind of talking about it. It's going to be it's going to be extended for sure. It's going to be more. I don't know if it's going to be as long as your average national, but it's definitely going to be longer than the amateur track. Well, that's good because, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Obviously, like, I don't know. Like, Loretta's gets gnarly, obviously. Um, yeah. It's kind of, I feel like as of late, it's kind of a hard track to pass on. I feel like everybody, everybody funnels into that one line, you know. So that's what I hear, too. That they'll, uh, open it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Brandon, you kind of mentioned the heat a little bit. Um, just kind of looking over the schedule, most of those tracks, you know, being started later, running the dead heat of the hum- the summer already, and then a lot of those tracks are going to be more humid than what you're kind of used to out in California. Have you kind of done anything to get you prepared for that, or what do you feel about that the heat and the humidity? Um, I mean, definitely the humidity is quite different. The California heat is really hot. It's, it's weird. It's like 
you think it's 90, but it feels hotter just because it's, it's like a dead heat. I don't know how to explain it, but dry. Um, I've never, I've never really done the outdoors out in California. I've always been North Carolina, or actually last year I was in Texas. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna, like I said, I feel like I'm in really good shape right now. So I think I'll, I think I can fight through the heat better than a lot of these dudes. Um, nice. Like last year, for instance, at Jacksonville, I made it like top 10 at top 10 jacksonville that was clearly the hardest race of the year so i thought uh you just gotta hang on <laughs> dude jacksonville like I, i'm in east texas it's hot and humid all the time and then i got there and i basically stayed in the media tent all day <laughs> that was un- that's what i'm saying it's real <laughs> i'm stoked that it's i mean i hope it ain't too hot in september but I know it switched to September, so I'm kind. Of, I'm yeah. pretty happy. <laughs> what about? Hey, you could go think about this. So, yeah, WW Ranch is September 26th. It could be like a thousand degrees, and then October 3rd, you go to Thunder Valley, and there could be snow on the ground. No, dude, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that's what we were talking about today. I'm like, uh, Ian uh, Harrison is like, yeah, it might be snowing in Thunder Valley. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. Is that time of year they've been known to have snow? So. Uh, it's going to be interesting, but look, I, I'm stoked. I'm sure as a racer, you're stoked that at least they have a schedule. You know, we've got something. We're going to get some racing. Uh, you know, you got you want to go out there and earn your paycheck, your team. You know, they, they, they have to race. All these teams have to race to make money. Their sponsors pay. Oh, and, yeah. and, and as a fan, I'm just stoked that it's going to happen. It, it feels already like it's been months since we've had racing. Yeah, it, it, I was pretty upset that, they, that we didn't race. We would have raced last weekend, but I was pretty yep frustrated that we didn't race last weekend so um just adds like you know another another month like jesus <laughs> right but right sometimes I, most of the time it goes by quick but it, you know it's just just like sucks in a way but it's part of it so. oh yeah absolutely we're all dealing with this craziness but go ahead scott oh well it's, this is kind of yeah go ahead uh it's just kind of kind of random kind of off topic a little bit but uh What's uh? Have you been able to live with the cloud of your uh, Supercross three online uh, uh win that you got with of a couple months oh. ago? How's is, is the sponsors flooding in with you on that one? <laughs> How's that been? <laughs> I mean, I technically sure got the, like I'm a I'm one and done. I I won the championship one race, so uh, they should have gave me a big bonus, but no. <laughs> you didn't get a win bonus. I no, I wish. Jeez. <laughs> You know, Brandon, uh, dude, I'm I'm 40. Sorry. God, what am I? Just turned 45 like last week. So I'm old. I haven't played video games in a long time. I have a PS2 up in the closet and MX Unleashed up in the closet, but I haven't really played anything since. So I've been kind of considering breaking down and getting a new console just to play these new Supercross games and stuff. Cause I've never played them. Yeah, you'll you'll get. Um, MX Unleashed is pretty good. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's that might be. Oh, that I don't know. That might be the best one of all time. <laughs> well, maybe but I shouldn't change. Maybe I should. Just, maybe I should just get it out of the closet and play that. I'm. I'm. I mean, I would if I was you. Okay. <laughs> awesome. But uh, you'll be hooked on it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the reasons I've never bought one. Like I already don't have any time. All I need is to get done with my my podcast at ten o'clock at night, and then go. All right, now I'm gonna play video games. Yeah, my well, chick would love that. Yeah, and then you'll you'll be going to bed later. And just just. Causes issue. <laughs> exactly. Um, you got anything, Scott? I've got some more questions. Well, I, I guess I know it's kind of the same topic, but uh, do you feel like you get in, like being a pro? Like sometimes when I play those games, I feel like it kind of gets me 
in a different mindset to like mentally think about my riding. Do do you get anything from that at all? Like to mentally stay focused, or does it you just do it as a release? Um, it's it's kind of a, I guess I guess annoying because my uh, I start getting really really pissed, um, <laughs> and, then I, and I start I really use a lot of the the real life technique on the video game, so I feel like that's why I'm pretty good at it, but. I had to stop there for a little bit because I felt like I was I was riding Supercross so much, and then I'd go home and play it, and I'm like, man, I just need a break, you know? <laughs> yeah, I hear that. <laughs> That's funny because, like, I was just thinking while he was say, asking that question, like, I play obviously, I play Mad Skills on my phone, okay. right? Or, yeah. like, there's a there's a billiard, a pool game that I play on my phone, and I'm like, oh, man, I just played it on my phone. I could go, like, I feel like I could go do it for real. And then you get, I get out to the track, and I can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> In real life, I'm like, nope, yeah, I still yeah. suck. Um, There's some dudes that are crazy that are, that are obviously really bad at riding, but yeah, I don't. I'm, it's funny. It's yeah. Fun. yeah. Um. All right. So I got a couple more for you. Um. You're you're kind of buddies with Daniel a little bit. Daniel Blair, our buddy. Um. But yeah. I know you guys kind of bust back and forth, joke, you know, bust each other's balls. Give me. You got any good yep. DB stories that we could make fun of them for? Uh. He tells me all a lot of them, but I keep. Uh, I mean, there's some stories I could tell you, but not on a, pod, on a okay. podcast. <laughs> All right. So nothing. But how about how about advice? Does he give you advice? And if he does, like, does he know he's what he's actually talking? Actually, pretty. I think he's pretty intelligent. Yes. Um, I hate to say it, but yes. He, he's got some common sense with like our sport with certain people and see how these teams operate. He'll, he'll make you feel like you gotta like. He'll refresh your mind, I guess. Okay. Where if you get like a little rut, he'll get you out of it. Nice. All right. Well, I wanted to make fun of him, but instead we pumped him up. But that's all right. He's a good dude. Uh, I got some stories that we just can't say on here. All right. Well, we'll have to do, <laughs> we'll have to talk about that off the air. Um. All right. Now I want to ask you. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you under the bus a little bit, Brandon. All right. Oh God. Um. So I started doing this thing on Instagram, our Instagram page called Ride or Die. And it's basically you're probably too young to remember this. It's basically the newlywed game. So I get a rider. Oh, I get the, a rider and their wife or whatever, a rider and their girlfriend. And, oh, and, the newlywed. Yeah, what what do you think I said? I don't I don't know what you said. Oh <laughs> yeah, newlywed, newlywed game. So, okay. it's a relationship thing, right? So it's kind of on hold yeah. right now. We'll talk about that. That doesn't matter. But um, I, obviously, I, I, the reason I bring this up is you've. How long have you been with your chick, Madison? Oh, it's about to be five years. Five years. Okay. So what's next, dude? Oh. Uh, you're like, oh man. See, I'm like, I actually turned. I turned 22 tomorrow, and she's. Oh, you're still young. So, uh, I mean, she she brings up more than I do. I'll tell you that one. <laughs> yeah, you're still babies. I didn't. I didn't even think about how young you guys are. So I was just giving you a little bit of crap, but I. I don't would... know. I think about it here and there. And I mean, I mean, I'll eventually probably, uh, I guess commit, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's ready, but I'm like. I'm like four, I'm four years younger. I'm like you need to relax, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're still a little young, so you got you've got a little you got a little maturing and growing up to do. You're but uh, but talk about I yeah, do like right. to ask though. Like she's with you a lot. How does she help out with your program? She seems to be pretty involved at the races, at least. Yeah, she does. She <laughs> she's really good. She's always been there for me. Like mm-hmm. especially when the times are not good, she's always there to pick me up so and she gets she gets fired up and uh 
she's not one of those girls, you know, you, you, um, you obviously get a ride and then they're there for you cause you got a ride, you know, like right. she's been there when she's been there when I've, um, never haven't had anything. So that's like, cool. You know what I'm saying? So, that's good, man. She's you know, been with me the whole time. Yeah. Uh, our buddy, Chris Kiefer always preaches hashtag home life, man. It's important to the, it's important to just anybody in life, I think. And when you're a professional athlete, you need that support. You need that somebody that has your back, you know, when you're down. And that's that's cool to hear that she's there for you like that. I would like to get you guys on the uh, on the segment when when I do it soon. Um, so yeah. I'll reach out to you on that. But to get you guys, uh-huh. it's fun. It's just basically what I do is I would send you some questions about her, like text you, and and I'll text her some different questions, and then I get you guys on Instagram live together, and I ask. The opposite, you know, what do you think he said yeah. about this? And it's fun. So it's a good time. Um, go ahead, Scott. You got one more before we let him go. Yeah, uh, not even really that much of a question. I just want to say I, I, I've been watching you come up, man. It's cool to see you be one of those privateer guys that got on the factory team and and is and is making their way up. And I think you got it, man. I just want to see you keep pushing forward it and maybe any words of advice to anybody that is sitting there on that privateer bubble and uh, just kind of trying to make it anything for those guys too. Um, well, yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. Definitely makes me feel good. Uh, definitely a uh, long time coming, but I don't I mean, I've always been on the bubble of getting a factory ride all my life. And when you think you um, want to quit, just don't just keep keep going, honestly. Like, there's been some tough times last year to where there's outdoor races. I didn't even, the first two rounds, I didn't even race. And then mm-hmm. um, the first Supercross race last year, I didn't even I didn't ride till the third time qualifying because the bike wasn't running. So, wow. um, when you think times are tough, just keep keep pushing and never give up. That's the way I look at it. Just when you want to give up, just just I don't know, put in the back of your mind that yeah, don't just don't give up. That's my biggest thing is don't give up. Yeah, that's and that's good because some guys will give up, and you'll still be there plugging along. Man, I like it, Brandon. Uh, thank you for having time for us. It's always a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you. And hopefully I'll see you in a couple of weeks uh, at Loretta's. Yeah. It, it really depends. On, I'm waiting to find out if they're going to – if it's going to be like Salt Lake City where we can't talk to you guys, I'm not going to spend the money to go. But No, that's not worth it. What what races are even the fans? Like, which ones can they come to? See, I don't – none of that has been – I don't think – none of that's really? concrete yet. Um if they if they have a amateur race like the weekend that that weekend or around that same weekend, um, yeah. the fans that or the people that are there for the amateur race can stay. So really? yeah, I know that's wow that's done deal. But Davey said last night like some tracks are going to be fans, some aren't. But he didn't give any specifics, so I don't think they know, or at least they haven't released it yet. Okay. So yeah, I, I don't know. People keep asking me, and I'm like. Yeah, it's, I'm like, man, I don't know. I'm just the racer. I got to show up on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. But I, I got an email. I texted, I think, Brandon with um, MX Sports today, and he said it's all up in the air right now. Uh, I know I, I'm scheduled to go to Loretta's, Iron Man, Fox, and WW Ranch. Those are the ones I definitely have flights and everything booked, but that if if I can't do media, then I might as well not go. So we'll we'll see, but. Either way, man, good luck if I don't get to see you at the first round. And uh, go out there and show them what's up, dude. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on here. Absolutely, man. Take care, and thanks again. All right, you guys too. Right. See you. See ya. See you. All right, Brandon Hartraff. Cool, right? Cool, yeah. dude, man. He, he had, I mean, 
we talked about this a little bit off air. Like, you know, sometimes Brandon seems like, like on the podium, he kind of quiet, but he was, he was good, man. He always gives us good stuff. I, I like talking to him. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's real reserved. You know, you can tell like he's, he's just a grinder and yeah. it's good to see him. Like I was saying with the private, being one of those guys that maybe didn't have all that shine from the amateur days, right. just keep grinding and make it. So that's really cool. Well, I liked his response to your question about his confidence and stuff, man. And like talking about the bike and the ruts yeah. and the power it had and the mud today yeah. and, um, so I, I think we're going to see some good things out of him. Cause I didn't even know who he was until he did that, that, uh, Red Bull straight rhythm and almost beat Kenny. And it's oh like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, where did, who's this kid? And then, yeah. so it's really awesome to see him, you know, take that and run with it. That was cool. Absolutely. Okay. Let's take uh, another commercial break and we'll be back with Cole Seeley. What's up guys. This is the seven juice trade out of Anticam. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorized Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. And for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to eksbrand.com or email darksidemx3 at aol.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy Lock-On Grips today. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait, what what was that? It's the Supercross guy's voice. No, no, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs Higher rev limits and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner, or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better 
Not good, but better. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With research and development, they have become a leader in safety and comfort. Fly Racing is worn by many of the top athletes in motocross and supercross, including Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Andrew Short, Damon Bradshaw, and Adam and Tyler Antonap. Seven two Trey, I wear Fly, you wear Fly too. 2019 Fly Racing line includes the popular Light Hydrogen, the new Evolution DST line, the all-new women's light line, a redesigned F2 helmet, the FR5 boot, and Zone and Zone Pro goggles. Fly Racing also has hard parts for mountain bike products and snow gear. Go to flyracing.com or check out your local dealer for more info. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy Lock-On Grips today. We're back with our next guest of the night, which is brought to you by Blood Lubricant Oil Lines, which were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. Blood Lubricants has many lines of oils for your needs, so visit them at bloodlubricants.com, that's B-L-U-D, lubricants, and use promo code MOTOX to save, and we want to beat Chris Kiefer with our sales, so please use MOTOX. Uh, tonight, Blood Lubricants brings us the one and only Cole Seeley. What's up, bro? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going good, man. Really great to talk to you. It's been quite a while, I think, since we've actually had you on. Um... How are things been going? Because your Instagram is just full of different things you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after kind of stepping away from the racing scene, I've gotten a little bit more involved in the free ride type stuff. So just um, really just trying to have fun on the motorcycle now, rather than treat it like a job. So um, yeah, yeah. But it's um, it's paying off for sure. It's, it's been a lot of fun and making a lot of a lot of friends, kind of outside the racing side of things. And and uh, like I said, it's just been just mainly focused on the fun side of it. Awesome. And I, I want to talk to you about all that, but I would like just real quick get your, your thoughts on uh, how the, the Supercross season went, the uh, Salt Lake City for three and a half weeks. Just your overall thoughts. I mean, were you kind of glad that you weren't involved with any of that, or do you think it would have been cool to be up there for like that? Um, I mean, it would have been cool if I was going for the, the vacation up there for three and a half weeks, but <laughs> right. I don't know about racing. Um, when I first heard about it, I was – a little skeptical, you know, uh, obviously looking at like the points, um, the way that they're playing out and all that and, and thinking about, man, if I was in the points lead and I had to go do something like that, that would really kind of suck to get the, you know, it almost have like an asterisk next to it. But I think the way that it was handled was really well. Um, I don't think that there, there should be an asterisk next to Eli's name at all. I, I think it was, you know, definitely, um, they did it the best they could and, and they did a really good job on And, uh, you know, from a fan now, I can you know appreciate it for sure. Yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty cool. I didn't get to go up there. I wasn't one of the media guys that made the cut. Uh, but honestly, I was. Just, we were just talking to Brandon Hartraff, and like I've got credentials for nationals, but if they don't let us go to the trucks, then there's no reason for me to spend the money to go. So that part was a little disappointing. Um, are you a little bit? Uh, this is sort of sarcasm here, but you a little bit, a little bit jealous that you don't get to race Loretta's again? <laughs> Definitely not. That was. That was my least favorite and still is my least favorite uh, national, amateur national. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people feel that way. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't think I was ever going to have to go back there. 
but it, I think it's going to yeah, be kind of cool. I mean, cool. I'm sure it, it, I just have a bad taste in my mouth because of the whole amateur scene. Um, yeah. That, but, yeah, it, it's, um, I, th- I think the track's pretty cool. The, the, the event, like the, the area that the event's in is really rad, so that's, I think that's pretty cool. But, yeah, like I said, I just have a bad taste in my mouth of that place from, from amateur stuff. And uh, even to this day, I think it's, it's a little overhyped. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, I think going back and, and racing that would be, would be pretty cool as a professional. Well, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting to go at least watch, but we'll see how it goes. But uh, go ahead, Scott. Uh, yeah, Cole, as soon as we figured out that we were going to have you on, the first question that came to my head was going to be like, uh, do you regret retiring or anything? And then I watched about 10 minutes of your vlogs and realized <laughs> that I answered my own question on those. But uh, I was just going to see what, like, how much more free do you feel on the bike now that you don't have that corporate pressure and you're out there with like Twitch and Berryman and just hanging out, man. Like, what's, what's it like now? What's the life like? Yeah, it's it's super fun. I definitely, I, honestly, like at the last, probably the last two years of my career, I, I really didn't enjoy being on the bike at all. I was, you know, I was I was there to, as a job, you know, and and it's it's definitely a fun job. Um, it has its days, but every time I got on the bike, it, it felt like work to me. Um, so now to to kind of reinvent the whole side of you know the fun side of things and, and figure that out and and um, man, every time I get on the bike now, it's, it's strictly just to have fun and and kind of bring my fans along um that have kind of followed me over from from supercross and, and racing and all that and it's it's just cool to kind of i don't know it's just really just enjoy just strictly enjoy being on the bike like i don't have to worry about going fast anymore or being the best or yeah. whatever it's just uh it's just it's just really enjoyable now well you, you know we talked about your instagram and like i i see you doing vintage riding uh i see you trying to ride a mountain bike upstairs um we see the uh, the the very small clip, the teaser that you put up today of, uh, I guess the half pipe is what it would be called. The uh, and I, you know, what brought that on is that because like that's ballsy. Yeah, it's so today was the first time I've ever hit it um, a quarter pipe, and it, it's scary. It's it's <laughs> it's really it's it is hard to go as high as the like Beerman and those guys go. It's it's hard it takes a lot of technique um for as high as i'm going it's not that hard but it's just incredibly intimidating just rolling up to that thing and um you can't you can't hit it half ass. you have to commit every time so yeah, um, yeah. i'm working you my back way out and, and trying to get trying to get comfortable on it but um yeah it's, it's i don't know they just invited me out and i thought it would be fun and kind of you know that I bring a little bit of the, the racing aspect to it. Like bring some of my fans from the racing side, they bring theirs from the free ride. So, um, right now there's, there's really nothing to watch on as far as moto goes. You can kind of follow along on the media sites and, and see some of the guys riding it, you know, at Paula and, uh, mm-hmm. Glenn Helen, but really there's nothing else going on in the moto world right now. So, um, I wanted to kind of hop on that and, and, you know, be involved in, in any way I could. Cool. Uh, yeah, I was watching one of those, uh, I don't even remember how long ago it was, but you were riding with Twitch out in the hills, and he was he was hucking, I don't even know how far it was, but he was hucking that backflip, <laughs> and you had him on your GoPro in front of you, like, I mean, it's, it's just got to be awesome watching those guys, and how, like, you see it on video, but how gnarly is him just flipping like that? Yeah, it's crazy, because we're really just in the hills, and really in the middle of nowhere, and um, just like a hand-shoveled lip <laughs> on the side of a hill, and... and you know, Twitch will, Twitch will flip it or, you know, the, just, and these guys are so talented with how many years of practice they've had at, at riding in the hills and, 
and really their knowledge on, on where to go and all that stuff is pretty incredible. So it's, it's cool. Like I really kind of value my friendship with guys like that, like Twitch and Spearman yep. and, and Axel and, and everyone on the, on the free ride side of things has been really cool and really open to like bringing me along on, on trips like that. So it's been, it's been cool to, I don't know, just find my way in that, that kind of world. Yeah. And, I think for me, it's really cool to see you on your social media enjoying all these different things, and you've got the bike build going on a little bit. Talk about that, because that's something you've been kind of you've been posting like this stuff for a while. The rebuilds. Yeah, I started last year doing the 450L. As soon as that, um, you know, that bike was introduced in the lineup, I I really like instantly had this idea of like riding it from my house to the supercross track and then riding the supercross track on it <laughs> so that's where it all kind of triggered the idea of starting new bike builds um, yeah and i was doing that all while i was racing still too so it was a little tricky with timing and, and being in florida half the time and all that but i've um, been able to dedicate it a little bit more time to that and then uh, after i retired i i did the straight rhythm race on the tbd two stroke and then now yep. i've been I've been in the middle of moving, so it's been really kind of drawn out, and, and I've been lagging on uploads, but um, as soon as this FMX Fight Club thing got introduced, I was like, oh, I, ha- I have a due date now, so <laughs> I need to buckle down and get this thing done. So um, luckily, Troy Designs and KTM hooked me up with a bike to practice on for the meantime, but like from today, I have I have six days to get the bike built, so it's Jeez. definitely crunch time, Yeah, um, and I'm, de- I'm going to get as much content as I can to, to share with my followers and subscribers tell myself so uh it'll be cool it's, I, I have all the parts so it shouldn't be too hard but um yeah it's just there's just a lot to get done and and uh, also have to stress about practicing for a new you know a new couple sets of uh skill sets that i don't have yet yeah well and then you said moving also that's geez that's a stress all by itself yeah exactly you uh it's you move in you stay in socal though i'm assuming yeah southern california I, i've been staying in orange county for the last um six years and now i moved back up to my hometown thousand oaks california so okay. excited to be back home and closer to family there you go uh you mentioned the uh yeah. fmx fight club what's i've kind of just like your teasers and stuff about that what's what's kind of the format like what's the what's is it going to kind of follow what y'all did what they did with the 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 other fight club or is it like what's kind of the format and kind of the plan for that yeah so it's, it's uh, bracket style competition. Um, it's really, it should be called free ride fight club cause, <laughs> cause it's not really, we're not doing tricks, but, um, it is three disciplines. One's, uh, best whip, uh, the step up and then the quarter pipe. So the, all three of those will go head to head with, um, Spearman and Jared McNeil and Tom Parsons, Colby Raha. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a stacked, stacked field for sure, but it's kind of cool for me cause it's not a lot of pressure. All, all of these guys are, gold medalists or yeah. just regular medalists and, and i'm just some you know racer <laughs> trying to get my feet wet in it and, and have some fun I, I really you know like I, I was telling those guys today you know i'm not i don't know if i'll ever go as high as them on the quarter pipe um especially <laughs> yep. not in one week but um it, it's just cool to kind of be a part of it and, and i don't know be in the same playing field as these guys no do you do you think you're gonna be able to throw in a roll in bump start on your on your 250 because that that might get you some points that thing was cool <laughs> yeah i mean it's that, that was uh kind of right off the off the cuff of my sleeve i was just like oh, i think i could i think i could hit this road gap with no power so <laughs> that was sick that was so sick nuts man when gosh you guys with too much way too much talent it drives me crazy um the vintage stuff man like 
do do you have you raced that bike or is that just for fun? It's just for fun. I bought it originally to do day in the dirt last year. And oh then yeah. It did something else came up and I couldn't make it. Um, and then this year I want I really wanted to do Mammoth Motocross and day in the dirt at the end of the year, but with everything going on in the world right now, Mammoth got canceled. And then I don't know about day in the dirt yet, but I would like to do that. I do need to rebuild it because it's it's um, you know vintage bikes. They have problems all the time, but sure. I got a pretty bad oil leak right now, so <laughs> got to get that thing fixed up before I take it anywhere. Any we, we have a pretty big vintage scene out here, TVRC, and there's another one. Um, and like we're we're pretty close to Diamond Dons. I don't, I don't know if that's something you've heard of, but it's like the I think it's the biggest net vintage race in the United States. Uh, Randy Richardson always comes out a lot, and uh, Trampus Parker and Guy Cooper are there every year and just destroy the 100 class. Uh, so it's pretty rad. That's like 30 minutes from us. So, yeah, maybe one of these years when things get back to normal, you got to bring that thing out and see if you throw down with Trampus and Guy. Yeah, definitely. It'd be cool. Um, I, I love riding it. I got 73 Elsinore, and it really kind of fell into my lap. I was looking for one, and, and a friend of a friend was like, like, Hey, I'm selling this. I really want you to have it. So he he brought the price down quite a bit for me, and nice. and I really couldn't say no. And yeah. it's not in the best shape, but it it it, it, um, it looks cool. You know, it, shit. Run, it ran when it still runs, but it's just got an oil leak now. Yeah, but it's just uh, it's yeah, like I said, it's not the prettiest thing, but it it gets the job done for sure, and it's it's fun to rip around on. It's rad. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cole. Kind of going back to when you announced your retirement, and you did that interview on, uh, I believe it was Transworld, where you sat there. Um, you you talked about like how you wanted to do these projects and these builds to inspire people and stuff. And and uh, I actually have a buddy that got that 450L, and he he built it. And it almost looks identical to yours. And he did the he did the same thing. He wrote it, drove it from his house to the track, raced it. Just to do it, so That's cool. I just want to say you you are doing it, man. You're inspiring, <laughs> inspiring. and uh, and I uh, I just like to see somebody that retired just do that with the sport, and you're killing it, man. That's so awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I get I get quite a few people sending me photos of their bikes, and saying <laughs> that I kind of inspired them or gave them some ideas to, to get their stuff done. So that's cool. That's like the one of the most rewarding things for sure is you know hearing back from people that and at the end of the day that's you know that's I love I love motorcycles and I love customizing them and making them my own so i think that's kind of cool to to share and, and some people don't they, they have an idea and they don't know the resources or where to find the resources to get stuff done so i like to kind of you know connect a to b and, and hook up some of the companies that i work with and yeah and, for uh, sure yeah, it's been pretty rewarding for sure good to hear man um all right so you mentioned i only got a little bit more for you you mentioned that you know you like just enjoying riding and no more stress, but is there ever a moment where you kind of go, man, I really would like to go race, whether it be a vet national, you know, at Glen Helen or anything, or is that really, are you just totally over that? Um, not necessarily like a national or vet national. Um, I, I really don't miss the training side of things at all. It, it was really like a burnout on me for most of my career. Yeah. Um, but I, I would like to go, like, race Mammoth again. That, that sounds pretty fun. But only in, like, the vet class. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm 30 now, so I can, you know, sign up for, for vet pro and or 30-plus pro or whatever. So um, I, I would like to do stuff like that if it's just strictly for fun. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to line up and not 
want to win. You know, that competitive side definitely doesn't die in me. Um, But, like, at the end of the day, I just need to stay within my means and and really just focus on having fun. And and if I go race, be okay with losing. Sure, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I'm not in the best shape anymore. And I I, I went out and tested for Charlie Design uh, KTM last week, and I still have some speed, but I, I definitely don't have the endurance that I used to. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I just turned yeah. 45, and I really never had the endurance. Well, maybe when I was like 16, but not not as an adult. <laughs> uh, yeah. Last last thing for you, man. Um, I haven't really seen much out of the drifting side of Cole Seeley. That's something you're still involved with. You still have the the business, or did you kind of you know step away from that? No, I still have the business. Okay, um, I'm actually I'm actually at our shop right now, uh, where we keep all our cars. I've been working on my bikes out of here, so. Um, yeah, I still still involved with that. With everything going on, it's it's hard to host events. Like, you know, you can't have spectators, and True. that's like half the fun for us is is having the spectators out there and all that. But just on pause right now, and then like I said, with the moving side of things, it's been it's been stressful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind yeah. of consumed my life for for at least the last two months. So, um, I'm finally getting settled and and all moved in, and I do want to take the car out for sure. I. I had an issue with it last time we took it out and that's kind of kept me away from the track but i'm itching to get back out there now that everything's all back together well i've never been to a drifting event um i don't really know a lot about it but i would love to come out sometime and like i don't know if you even do this but i'd love to do like a ride along i want i want to feel what it feels like one of these days man so i don't know if you could yeah for sure well i'll have to yeah if i ever get out that way maybe we could figure something out because i think it'd be pretty badass to sit there while you're slinging something sideways like that that just seems awesome <laughs> yeah for sure yeah it's definitely more fun when you're in the car that's for sure yeah definitely well cole man it's <laughs> it's really cool to hear how much you're enjoying life and uh the spoils of your career man that you know that you get to do all this stuff now I'm, I'm happy for you and glad you gave us some time tonight yeah thank you thanks for uh thanks for checking in with me i appreciate it absolutely dude so take care and uh maybe we'll see you <laughs> at an event soon all right, cool. Talk to you guys soon. See you, Cole. Thanks. What'd you think? Uh, he's the he's the man. Yeah, he's cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, you know, I I really didn't get to do media, I don't think, at all when he was racing. I want to say he was, yeah, I'm trying to remember, because I started in 17. I don't, I, you know, he, I think he did do some events. I, can only, I just don't remember. But uh, he was always super friendly when I would see him at events. Uh, whether he was racing or not, even like at MX of Nations a couple years ago, like he was with Christian and they came up and said hi and were visiting with me and like just good people, man. As as I say all the time about these guys in the industry, but just these riders are really cool people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's about the same age as me, so I've kind of okay. so I've kind of always been like right there. It's it's weird when you're a kid, you start <laughs> you look up and you're like, oh, this are these pros, but then yeah. when they, they start getting to be the same age as you, and he's already had this full career. Yeah, it's just awesome. He he always seemed like he was kind of one of those guys that, and you you could just tell that he loved riding and he had yep. all the talent in the world, but that that all that corporate pressure well, and it I just kind of bogged it. Soon. I yeah, think, but he was forced to, but I yeah, I think he's well. I don't know if he was forced to, but I mean, he rode the lights class for a while. Yeah, I guess so. It just, you know, actually, I'm thinking of Weimer. I feel like a name yeah, right he, now, but well, Weimer, he did, yeah, yeah. Well, Cole, when he was when he was still doing the lights, he jumped up and did a couple of those 450s. Yeah, and did that's really right. well. Yeah, yeah. And yep. I'm thinking of Weimer. It was just is he had all the talent in the world, and I, I he was one of those guys where I, I just think, like I kind of mentioned, the corporate pressure bogged him down so much, and, mm-hmm. and to see him still get to enjoy his talents, and injuries, yeah, injuries, yeah. and. 
And you, like you said, he just didn't enjoy riding his yeah. bike. And for st- as a rider, somebody that does it as a pastime event, to see him be able to do that, that's just incredible. It's awesome that he's getting to be able to actually enjoy it again. Totally agree. Well, um, Scott, we're going to wrap this thing up. Once again, I want to thank Torque One Racing, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics, Blood Lubricants, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing, Acherby's, X-Brand Goggles, uh, Williams Motor Works, and Extreme Colors. And look, um, I want you to support all our sponsors, everybody. The Blood Lubricants one is a big deal right now because we do have a sort of a little contest going on. Um, so if you, man, you got to try the oil Please order from bloodlubricants.com and use the promo code MOTOX. I've already had some people reach out and said they saved a bunch of money. It is phenomenal oil, man. I am telling you. And if you listen to the testing stuff that Kiefer's done with them, it can make your bike run 30 to 35 degrees cooler, which is super important, obviously, especially this time of the year. And if you change your oil regularly like you need to, like you're supposed to, when you this stuff comes out, it's still like bright red, like it goes in. The stuff is good. It is so good. I, I would not say that if I didn't believe in it. Uh, and I'm going to try to do a contest soon. I'm working on getting a signed jersey or two that we can give away. Uh, and what I want to do is like have you guys order from Blood Lubricants, and whoever places the biggest order wins a jersey. So that's something we're working on. Um, but, again, just uh, keep supporting the show. We had a couple guys, or uh, one of our – Patreon supporters actually up his support. He, he moved it up a few dollars, and that's very helpful. All that money is going to the flights and stuff that I've got booked right now and going to be helping for Supercross next year. So thanks for supporting us on Patreon.com. Uh, I think that's it, Scott, unless you got anything else. Oh, no, man, just thanks for having me. Yeah, yep. it was awesome. Thanks for having Glad me on. Glad you came and... in. TJ couldn't do it again. He's on the road. Uh, so I don't know right now. If we're, I think we are going to do a show next week. Not positive. I know there's no wrap-up show next week, or no Pulp show, so probably no wrap-up show, but guys, check out the Pulp MX wrap-up show tomorrow night. Justin Starling and Travis Marks are going to do that with me. And I actually am considering doing a classic Pulp MX wrap-up show next week for, I think it's episode 264 or 262, where Chris Kiefer did the uh, the Virgin Stories, the emails, all the Virgin Stories, and picked a winner I'm thinking about doing a wrap-up of that, so that may happen. So anyway, guys, stay tuned. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back, whether it be next week or the week after. Who knows, but we'll be back one of these days. We're out of here.